Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. This is the Believe in Pro Wrestling Podcast. Here's Rick Uccino and SP3 on the Believe Podcast Network. What is going on, everybody? Rick Uccino here on the Believe in Pro Wrestling Podcast with my main man, SP3. And it's a premium live event week, which means we always like to bring in a special guest, a special analyst, somebody who knows a lot more about the business than we do, to come in here and help us take a look at this premium live event that we got coming up this weekend, which is Backlash. And also that... We got to take a look back at the WWE draft, which wrapped up last night. I saw a lot of people complaining on Twitter. Like, it was exhausting the amount of complaints that I saw on Twitter. But at the end of the day, I think we got two pretty balanced rosters. We're going to dive into all of it. And our main man, our guest of the day, from the Kick Rocks, Kick Rocks podcast, excuse me, on Odyssey, Evan T. Mack. What's going on, Evan? I'm well, brother. How are you? How are you, brother? Brother, brother, brother. I am doing good. I need to turn down this music. It's bumping, though. It's bumping. It's bumping. I'm working from, like, the office right now, and it's always a difficult thing to do. I may just have to just let this ride out. Let it ride. Let it ride. It's, it's fading out now. Better okay, ride. we're good. Go. We're finally good. Everything's great. <laughs> right out of the gate, this is just an absolute dumpster fire. But we are we are here <laughs> for the next hour and five minutes or so. Again, talking about the WWE draft, talking about backlash that's coming up this week. SP3, were you one of the guys who were complaining on Twitter last night? Or were you relatively okay with how things shook out in the WWE draft this year? I felt like the WWE draft was a lot like the World Heavyweight Championship. Even like I said last week, the design is good. The idea sucks. <laughs> and the draft, it accomplished some goals. It mm-hmm, fixed sure. some things that needed to be fixed on both Raw and SmackDown. But the, the whole concept is flawed. It's a flawed concept. And I never thought if I could talk to SP3 from 2008 and tell him that the having the pictures of superstars and them acting like it's it's wheel of fortune and doing the and then a face pops up and it goes to that to that brand was better than what we have today i think 2008 sp3 would ask me what type of weed i'm smoking and where to call my dealer um yeah look man i'm not gonna sit here and say that the draft was was perfect in its presentation Mm -hmm. and i think with just a a couple little tweaks like honestly just some some minor tweaks that would go a long way they can make this so much better than what it actually is like we 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 need that commissioner hug moment, right? Like you need to like let it savor a little bit for for a draft pick or two, especially like your number one draft picks. Like nice. you couldn't have Rhea Ripley come out on stage and, and cut a promo afterwards. Instead, you had to have Paul Heyman come out on, on a brand that he's not even going to be a part of anymore and start talking about how Roman Reigns should win that other world championship too. And it's like, no, stop. And then they're going to set up a feud with Seth Rollins that, we, we can't even have because they were drafted to separate brands. There's a lot of things they could do better, but overall, cause I want to focus on positives cause we'll hit the negatives. I do think that the draft 
accomplish what it was designed to do. I think these are two very, very balanced rosters. I think the women's divisions on both sides, you got to love what SmackDown did, revamping their entire women's division. I think Raw is almost as equal. If and when Alexa Bliss comes back, put her on Raw. And I think those two rosters are about as balanced as you could ask for. Um, you know, Evan, we'll, we'll dive into the, the nitty gritty of the draft. But overall, what, yeah. were your, what were your thoughts about what we saw on Friday and, uh, and Monday? Yeah, ultimately, to me, it's it's good to have a, a balanced roster. And what I look for when it comes to the draft is um, legit movement. So if you have a young superstars in NXT and, you, and you're choosing them to move up, that's what you're supposed to do. At the end of the day, um, we, we can make the song and dance that it's not developmental, but it is developmental. They're working out their craft on TV uh, every Tuesday. And when you get legitimate call-ups from people that I think should have been called up, um, you know, uh, a la Cameron Grimes. Yo, what up, Frantic World? Um, a la um, Cameron Grimes and people like that to to get into the main roster, I think that is ultimately a good thing because as much as it pains people to understand this, all the wrestlers that we know and love, they eventually will have to retire. Therefore, therefore you need a younger, younger crop of talent eventually. There was a time, yeah. there was a time where Shawn Michaels was the young talent moving out the Macho Mans and the Hulk Hogan's of the world. People like to forget, but he was that young crop. So there's a there, you have to eventually bring a new crop of talent in, and you can't just keep on BSing. You got to bring them up and see what works. And there's a lot of great young talent, but now it's time to see how great they are on the main roster. Yeah, 100%. 18 NXT superstars were called. Yeah. Now, some of them are, you know, I don't want to say retreads, but, I mean, Apollo Crews has been on the main roster He's before. not an NXT guy. Yeah, uh, you know, you had Jinder Mahal. Uh, he he's back up. So they they brought back some talent that has been hanging down in NXT for a while. But look, Zoe Stark getting her opportunity, great. Grayson Waller, home run. I was so happy that they brought. Uh, long overdue. That dude has been main roster ready for a while. Um, and, you know, him just losing NXT championship matches doesn't do anything for him. So, nope. yes, absolutely. Bring that man up there. There's a Caden and Katana. I mean, we, we could harp all day about how they're going to have a pointless NXT championship match tonight. Tag team championship match tonight. <laughs> with both teams coming up. Draft, <laughs> Raw, versus Smackdown. Raw versus SmackDown one day after the draft. That is a record for WWE. We at least wait three weeks. <laughs> It's the three-week trend with Vince McMahon booking, but Triple H, he said, I got one better. One day later, we're doing Raw versus SmackDown. There, there's part of me that likes the realism of it, though, because Caden and Katana issued the challenge on Friday before they know that they had been drafted to set up this match on Tuesday. That's fair. And then they get drafted on Monday. There's a sense of realism to that. Yeah. But WWE, when you're running a scripted program, putting a tag team title match together that you know ain't gonna mean shit. <laughs> Like, is it, it, it's head scratching unless they're bringing the tag team titles up with them to whatever brand and they're going to merge them or they're just going to become the SmackDown women's tag team. Ti I don't know. All of a sudden we have a main roster that's full of women's tag teams, like seven, eight deep tag teams. So I, I can't complain, but let's focus on booking the one set of women's tag team titles, in the main roster we have correctly, Correct. and then move from there. Before we dive into the nitty gritty of everything, got to thank our friends over at Bet Online. We would not be here right now without them. BetOnline.ag, your number one source for all of your basketball information, stats, news, scores. Uh, SP3, I think we got a big series that's starting tonight. Yeah, right? Lakers uh, and you kidding State. Me? Are you kidding me? Draymond Green, Tom Green, Seth Green, Icha Green, Green Acre, Lakers in five. Lakers in what? Lakers in five. You are out of your mind. 
Do you want me uh, to repeat that for you? I'm, Steph I'm a, Curry, Dell Curry, Seth yeah. Curry, Curry Soup, Curry. Yeah, SP3. That is five. See, I'm a Lakers fan, but that is absolutely ridiculous. Hey, you gotta. Hey, you they gotta won stay the with season test. No, they, you they can't. Won. Do, but don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Lakers fan. And I'm telling you, they're not beating the Warriors in five games. Are you crazy? Hey, they won the regular season series three to one. Yeah, that's well, this the playoffs. Now, I hope they win in four, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> you got to go with your hope and say it with your chest. Four All right, well, SP3, put your money where your mouth is and log on to Bet Online and place yeah. a damn bet Are the Lakers that? in five. They got all your sports information uh, for all of the NBA playoffs, the NHL playoffs. Baseball is in full swing. You got UFC boxing. I'm pretty sure you can bet on Backlash up there as well. The fastest and easiest way to get your betting info, including live betting options and your favorite casino and card games to play right from your home. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Be sure to use our promo code BELIEVE, that is B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. And today Hey, gentlemen, our lead story, the WWE draft is in the books. Roman Reigns and Rhea Ripley, the top draft picks overall. And look, SP3 and I had some some conversations Mm -hmm. last week. Mm -hmm. And this is something that I've had to do very often on this show. But I hate the fact that I have to do it. But I do do it. it, And SP3 needs to give me credit for doing it on the regular basis. Do it. Because that man was right. Once again, Cody Rhodes was split from Roman Reigns in the draft, just as SP3 predicted. So now he is on the brand with the World Heavyweight Championship. And this, I saw a lot of nitpicking, SP3. I'll let you have your moment in the sun. I saw a lot of nitpicking about the draft. But the two big complaints that I had both happened on Friday night. Because Friday, Roman Reigns goes number one overall to SmackDown. Totally makes sense. They give him Solo Sokoa as an added bonus. Great. I love it. You want to leave some some mystery surrounding the Usos and tie it into their tag team title match? Fine. I got no problem with it. Rhea Ripley, or not, excuse me, not Rhea Ripley. Bianca Belair should have been the slam dunk. Slam dunk number two draft pick. Raw should have hung on to their own world title. They just inexplicably let her go to draft Cody Rhodes. Not that Cody Rhodes isn't worthy of a number two pick, but you got to covet and protect your own world title first. So they said, "Now nah, that don't matter. We're going to take the American Nightmare because we hope maybe he'll be our world champion over here on Monday Night Raw. I hate that. Cody cannot be the guy that wins the world title, at least not first, because then SP3, it becomes exactly what you and many other people have said. It's a consolation prize if Cody Rhodes wins that because he wasn't able to beat Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. Now I will let you have your your victory lap because I did not think that there was a prayer that they were going to move those two. The story seemed to be Cody and Roman. And if it's going to be Cody and Roman, we ain't getting it till WrestleMania 40 now. Yeah, I mean, I, I said last week that the introduction of the World Heavyweight Championship told me two things that this is the second place trophy of the WWE and two that Roman Reigns is going to hold on to the WWE undisputed universal championship for a while longer. He might try to eclipse Hulk Hogan's first reign, which happened on the year I was born. 1988 <laughs> was when it ended uh, after him getting that championship in 1984. He held it for four years, and I think that's what they're going to do with Roman Reigns. I, I, I saw it coming, but I, I, I felt bad for Rick because I told, I tried to tell Rick. Don't I feel to bad for him, me. I'm good. I'm, tell you. 
I try to tell you these things to 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 take away a little bit of the of the of the grief and the and the anger that you might feel when you're when you're this, wrong about these things. SP3, started, this I'm is a- what happens. This is what happens when you try to apply logic to an illogical world. All right. And that's that's where WWE is. I try to bring some logic to the table and then they 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 go and mess it up. Yeah. Now, I don't think that this is leading to Cody winning the the World Heavyweight Championship. I think this is more leading to Cody eventually winning Money in the Bank, and Money in the Bank is his way to get back to the Universal Championship. Or if, like I said, WWE wants to wait longer and have Roman Reigns eclipse uh, Hogan's reign from, from all those years ago, it will happen when he wins the Royal Rumble again, this time from the number one spot next year. <laughs> And he goes on to verse Roman at WrestleMania 40 in Philadelphia. Evan, where do you think they're going with this, man? Because you know we're looking at, we're looking at Roman Reigns, who's coming up on a thousand days. He all he has to do is win win his title defense at uh, Cla- a Night of Champions. But Seth Rollins seemed like he should have been the guy who would challenge him. He's on a separate show. Cody Rhodes is now on a separate show. I mean, I don't know. I don't see Roman dropping the belt anytime soon, but it's like who else is going to be his challenger in Saudi Arabia? Yeah, but that's the issue though. Like this, this the moment at WrestleMania was the moment to take the titles off him, because I was I was there, heard the crowd. The crowd actually had belief that this was a person to take the title off. When someone has a belief, that's what that's when you pull the trigger. This this thing they're doing, if it's about corporate sponsorships and money, and that's not a good reason to keep a title on a person. Listen, this is this is theater. This is this is so sure. this is television. Now, listen, like what what I was worried about is already starting to happen. What I was worried about is WWE pushing this Roman Reigns thing too much and then things flipping back to the old days or it's the Roman fatigue. Like the booze Romans are starting to get right now are the old booze I, that they mentioned his name last night. And it was a boo and it was not a we're into the gimmick boo. That was we're still pissed off about the Cody boo. And I am telling listen, <laughs> WWE knows how to beat a dead horse. Roman Reigns had to lose at WrestleMania. You got they're so obsessed with round numbers and whole numbers. And I don't care if he how many how many days Roman had a title. The title reign has been sufficient. The title reign has been epic. The title reign was so epic, it got people pretending like they didn't like Roman Reigns. That's how good this this title reign's been so good. People pretending like they didn't like Roman Reigns a couple years ago. That's how good it is. <laughs> people people living in amnesia, dementia world. Like, wait, what? R- Roman Reigns, the blood run. Roman. Oh no, guys, he's been around longer. Stop pretending. <laughs> stop, stop pretending. Because you guys want to be on the right side of history and instead of saying being like, damn, we were wrong. Like, but that's what but that's what's bothering me. Roman, if Roman loses at the at the thousand and one day mark, I'll be cool with it. But the moment was WrestleMania. You guys build. If they build this thing all the way to WrestleMania forty, I will be disgusted. That is insane. That's, that is crazy. I don't know. Like, I'm not going to sit here and say that they they can't do it because they've they've gotten How? us invested this long. But you're out of like you're out of, you're out of dudes. People. Like, if you look at the SmackDown roster, I mean, you got Lashley. AJ Styles, and then dudes um, who dudes who aren't in the stratosphere yet. Like you can build Rick, them up, you can but, build them up. That's the thing, though, Rick. But who, that's my. That's go back to my original point. It's not just about people. 
th there was a legitimate belief in that building it's yeah. so high that's what it was there was a legitimate belief when roman's been facing these people for the past years there's not been too much belief yeah, like people kind of thought Jay, maybe people can always feel Seth, but they need to stop acting like they have a roster filled with people that make you believe it's about belief of a loss. It ain't about yeah. um, an opponent. It ain't about an opponent. It's about belief of a loss. Yeah. And to, to your point, I was at the Royal Rumble in San Antonio. Nobody for a second believed that Kevin Owens was winning that that world title. Not they were all waiting. Second. They were all waiting for what was going to happen at the end of that match. That's what every, everybody was like, all right, this is cool, but let's get this over with and then get to what we really want to see, which was Sami Zayn kick Roman Reigns' ass. And it was awesome. Montreal, Elimination Chamber, that was hope more than anything. Like, Canada everybody believed, was yeah, hope, hoped, hoped. Yeah, hoped so hard that Sami would get his moment. Didn't happen. And at the end, and when that ha when Sami lost that match, I was like, all right, Okay, that's fine. He's going to get his moment at Mania. They want to give Cody his moment at Mania. That's why they made that booking decision. And then you don't follow through with Cody at WrestleMania, which uh, I, I'm still, I, I don't understand what the vision is right now for Roman Reigns. I just, I just don't. Unless SP3, we talked about Seth Rollins. I don't think Omos can be the guy. He's lost so many big matches. I'm wondering, SP3, if we're not going to wind up with Roman facing one of his cousins in Saudi Arabia. Oh, they're definitely Be leaning towards that. Because there's there's a lot that. of dissension. There's a lot. There There is a lot. This is why I'm glad the Usos winded, wound up on SmackDown with Roman and Solo. Because there's a lot of story to tell still in this family. You know, the Usos... Is position there Rick, with Roman is there Rick, Reigns. Is there? I it, mean, there is because they're going to start. Roman is going to start trying to turn Solo, and he already is. He's trying to turn Solo against his own brothers. He's that, trying to make Solo thumb his brother. Yeah. So he's which, which he would never do. Solo against his own brothers. That's what's. That's what I think the buildup into Night of Champions is going to be. I would not be surprised if he's facing either Jey Uso or both Usos You're in a right. damn handicap match for the WWE Championship. You're I would not be surprised. Right. If that's the right. You're right. <laughs> I can right. see them. I can see them doing Roman and Solo versus the Usos. That's how it seems leaning. And I was the guy on this show, on our prediction show, that I predicted Roman Reigns would win the the WWE uh, Undisputed Universal Championship at WrestleMania. And it wasn't because you know I didn't I you know didn't believe that Cody Rhodes could win. Is that I've learned a mm -hmm. long, long time ago mm -hmm. with WWE. They don't care about us. They care about the bottom line. If the bottom line is the numbers, the numbers, yep. the money they making, all these record box office yep. that they're getting with Roman in the number one spot, and then cementing Roman's name in history. I knew it from the moment that Michael Cole, during his entrance at yep. SummerSlam 2022, when he said, there's only been four guys that have held this championship longer than Roman Reigns. Yep. And he said, Pedro Morales, Bob Jacqueline, Hulk Hogan, Bruno San Martino. And ever since then, I've been thinking, and I've said it on this podcast pretty much since the summer of 20, 2022. I was like, Rome is going to go to a thousand days because all the people he named were a thousand day holders of yep. the championship. And I was like, I was like, before Royal Rumble, I was like, I don't want Cody to win. Not because I didn't want Cody to get that big win at the Royal Rumble. I Because I knew this would be the reaction from the fans that he loses at WrestleMania. Because 
whether we want to realize it or not, or whether Cody Rhodes fans want to hear this or not, he was never plan A. He was never plan A. Plan A was The Rock. Roman wins. Plan B was let's ask Stone Cold, see if he's willing to come back. And still the result would have been Roman wins. So if you have plan C representing C for Cody, he's going to lose too. This, this is their plan. They want to get Roman not to a thousand days. And it, I just learned a long time ago that that's what they're worried about. They're not worried about what makes sense. They're not worried about what the fans want. They're worried about that's my issue. The money, yeah, and I agree. I I understand. My issue is exactly what you said. You're you're one thousand percent correct. Like, but that's not that's you being right is not what what, I, what I'm mad about. You're right. Yeah. You're not worried about what makes sense. That's my issue. Yeah. Because if we're talking about story and storyline and stuff like that, I just challenge the WWE for five seconds to do an angle without the bloodline. I, I I dare you. I double dog dare you. I triple dog dare you to do a match that is an involved solo or the Usos. Or I, I get out. Listen, I will give y'all five dollars if y'all could just stop doing one second of the blood. Bloodline fatigue is real, and I'm telling you, I can I, listen. I'll be the first to say it. Maybe I'm not the first to say it. They they can wear people out, even fans that are going so hard for Roman. I'm telling you, it's already starting to happen. The groundswell of fatigue. People are like, okay, we got it. Damn. Yeah, I agree with Evan 100 percent because I like I said, I'm the guy who said Roman should get to a thousand days. Yeah, why but not? Ever ever since WrestleMania, uh -oh. I've realized that the story's over. They're it's just over. dragging out that last page. It's, it's they're over. making they're making that it's like it's like an author who got told you need to do 302 pages, but he already yep. did 300 pages and he's just rewriting the ending the over. Stories over. never over a WWE. I go, what the hell it wasn't this that was it. <laughs> And honestly, that's why I'm so damn happy, and I didn't think it was going to happen. I actually mocked them going to SmackDown. I'm so happy that Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are over on Raw, away from the bloodline. Me too. Depending on what, because there's only one set of tag team championships, so I'm guessing maybe as long as they have the titles, they can still float between brands. That's one of the questions that I have, you know, with, with the solo title holders, is if they can still bounce back and forth. Otherwise, all those tag teams that they racked up on SmackDown aren't going to be able to fight for the tag team titles. Can we just focus a moment on why this draft does not make a lot of sense? Like, Roman, uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are the undisputed WWE tag team champions. They get yes. drafted the Raw. But they have both titles for Raw and SmackDown, so they're going to be on both shows. Uh, uh, Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez are the women's tag team champions, so yes. they're allowed to be on both shows. So why were they even eligible for the draft to begin? Well, with? it's 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 because uh, after they lose, well, it keeps going, it keeps going, it keeps going for me. This is this go, is just go the, down the, the rabbit this, hole. This, we're going to go down the rabbit hole here. Why is Roman Reigns, the undisputed WWE Universal Champion, getting drafted with both Solo Sokoa and Paul Heyman? Gunther, the Intercontinental Champion, is getting drafted with the rest of Imperium, but Rhea yeah. Ripley, the SmackDown Women's Champion gets drafted on her own without judgment um, day so raw has to use two draft picks what poppycock yeah i didn't i didn't quite understand that because i saw matt black you know one of our hosts here at uh, believe in pro wrestling i saw him pose that same question i'm like off the top of my head originally i'm like oh well they separated all the champions out that's why and i'm like wait no they didn't they included mm -hmm. solo with roman reigns so that mm -hmm. didn't make any sense you know in and of itself so and i don't i i also don't understand why there are certain people who are free agents i understand brock lesnar negotiating brock the fact that he can be a free agent because it's brock and he does whatever the hell he wants anyway 
and it gives them the flexibility to use him wherever they see fit. But damn it, man, it don't make a lick of sense on television uh, whatsoever that Brock was able to do that. When you have other people in Brock's stratosphere, I'm not saying they're Brock, but you got people like Hall of Famers like Edge. Why can't Edge negotiate that he can have his own damn contract someplace? Yeah, (laughs) he could. So. I mean, Omos MVP can get Omos like this big match against, uh, you know, who did he face at Mania again? Brock Lesnar. He can get him the big match against Seth Rollins, but he can't get him his own damn draft pick. He no, he can't get him drafted. He negotiated being uh. a free agent. These guys can negotiate being a free agent, but people like Cedric Alexander, Shelton Benjamin, Mustafa Ali, Dolph Ziggler, and Jan Wagner. Excuse me, Von <laughs> Wagner. Uh, yeah. he he. They don't get drafted in fifty different picks, and they're free agents. Yeah. Now, all of that said, I haven't even gotten to my biggest gripe. We talk about record title reigns. Bianca Belair, if she retains the Raw Women's Championship this weekend, will break Becky Lynch's record as the longest reigning Raw Women's Champion. She will be the first woman to hit 400 days uh, as the Raw Women's Champion. She will be the first uh, black athlete in WWE to hit 400 days for any title reign. And she was drafted to SmackDown because Raw inexplicably drafted Cody Rhodes number two and just let her walk right over to SmackDown with their world title, which means SP3, as we saw in the last draft, because Rhea Ripley got drafted to Raw as the SmackDown Women's Champion. Yeah. Are they about to end Bianca Belair's record-breaking reign with a title swap? Now, in certain circumstances... I don't mind a title swap. In this situation, mm. it is an odd the the, the audacity for mm. WWE mm. to end Bianca Belair's reign on a title swap. This can't happen. This can't this cannot be the plan. Please SP3, give me some damn hope. People in the chat, please give me some damn hope that they are going to be rebranding these titles. Just change the names of them. Give them a new face. Give them a facelift. Give them some new belts. Just change the damn names and let's avoid. You get whatever you change. If you want to say the Raw is the the WWE Women's Championship, keeps the same lineage. If you want to say the SmackDown title is whatever, the World Championship for the women, I don't care. Come up with a name. Y'all are creative. You got much better ideas than me sometimes. Rename these damn belts. Do not, for the love of God, SP3, do a title swap because you want to tease a future match between Bianca Belair and Rhea Ripley. I would love to hear what Evan thinks of this because as soon as Rhea Ripley, I mean, as soon as Bianca Belair got drafted to SmackDown, I was just like, yo, they're really about to do another title swap. And they think this is a, a brilliant way to, to, to build up Bianca and Rhea Ripley but, I mean, do you think they're going to rename these titles? Because I don't. Because they just I, introduced a new title. They're, are they going to introduce three new titles in a matter of weeks? I don't I don't believe so. Uh, I see what Noob in the chat saying, the universal women's title. I'm like, uh, it sounds good. You know what I mean? Like, the shout out to Noob, it sounds good. You know what I mean? But I, to, to your point, SP3, to your point, Rick, I don't think it's happening. It might be just a good old deal, the old swap, the old switcheroo. It might be, but I hope, Rick, I hope you're actually right. You know what I mean? I hope they do something unprecedented and, and like, rename the titles, revamp the titles, redesign. I, I wouldn't mind that. 
I wouldn't mind it at all because it would keep that keep, keep that Bianca train going. And it it, it needs to because she's gonna she's going to be because th- when they did this last time, they if you look on WWE.com and I know I'm the same guy who said last week that WWE.com don't mean shit because they hardly ever update the damn thing. But still, if you look at the title lineage, if you look at the title lineage of this. Becky Lynch and Charlotte, when they swapped the titles, their reigns as Raw and SmackDown Women's Champion respectively ended, and then they started new reigns as the SmackDown and Raw Women's Champion after they tossed them. And as we all remember, that was an unmitigated disaster because there was real-life heat between the two of them. I think Rhea and Bianca will do the job, whatever's necessary of them, if they do have to do a title swap. But that is just lazy, dumb-ass booking. If you wanted to put Bianca over on SmackDown, have her lose the title to EO. But you drafted EO to SmackDown. So either way, whoever wins on Saturday, which we'll get to this match, but whoever wins on Saturday is going to wind up with the SmackDown women, the, with the Raw Women's Championship and have to trade it with Rhea Ripley, which is. I mean, I'm all for Bianca Belair hitting 400 days and having this breaking the record for a Raw Women's Champion. But this again goes back to Rhea Ripley winning the Raw Rumble and picking Charlotte Flair. Yeah, it turned out to be a great matchup. A great but- match. But, <laughs> but, 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 I'm sure Rhea Ripley and Bianca Belair would have been a great match, too. I don't know if it would be that great, though. No disrespect to Bianca, but I, I dear God. So. I think so. Really? I think, I, I think well, hey, tremendous. I did you we'll find out match? in Philly. <laughs> yes, we'll find out in Philly, because that's the match that we're getting. Like, we ain't getting God. that match anytime soon. I think Bianca will be challenging Rhea Ripley for her title that she's still going to have next year. I think Rhea is going to be the one with the year-long reign now. But if Rhea is going to be, it's just going to be Raw Women's Champion, then she should have just won it at WrestleMania. She should have just beat Bianca for it. Like what? The match, but the match though was that Charlotte. <laughs> that was the match though. I, it was. It was. It was the one of the best women's matches in 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 WrestleMania history. I bar none. I will say that. But the build up to there wasn't that very good. I, I agree with that. Because uh, they, 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 did, no. did they need a build up though? Did they? Yes, they did. Yes, they yes, did. did. Really? It would it would have been a per. You know what was a perfect match for me? Usos versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Why? Because that had a great build up to it, it for and seventeen it years, and then it was a tremendous <laughs> matchup as well. Like Rhea and Charlotte, they had a story to tell, and they just never allowed them to tell the story. I think yeah, the, the ladies had the, the late he, in to to SP 3s point. The ladies that night had to earn the audience's attention. They did. But once they had it, they had them. They had it, and they fucking delivered. Yeah, Pardon my well, no, and no dis, and no disrespect to Bianca, and I know Black Twitter is going to erupt, but Charlotte versus <laughs> Rhea, Charlotte's better than a better resident than Bianca Belair. She's his, so we can, we can, we can, we can get, we can, we can pretend, but <laughs> but Charlotte is a is a once in a generation talent. She's a phenom, and so it's just we can, we can, we can pretend. <laughs> but as much as I like Bianca, she ain't there yet. She ain't there. Well, Jeez, we'll Charlotte, see because man. Charlotte and Bianca are now on the same brand, and we know that Bianca wants a piece of Charlotte. I'm willing to bet that's probably the SummerSlam match that we're going that to get uh, this year, hopefully for a freshly rebranded WWE Women's Championship. Gentlemen, let's get to Backlash, shall we? We got seven big matches on the card this weekend in San Juan, Puerto Rico, Jeez. and let's start off with Damian Priest versus Bad Bunny in a street fight. This one is interesting, SP3, because this is Bad Bunny's first outside of his 24-7 championship match that we don't <laughs> really count. This will be his first one-on-one match in WWE. 
Now, they have done this very, very smart in the fact that they are putting him with Damian Priest, somebody that he is comfortable with, familiar with, somebody that he trusts. And not only that, it's a street fight. So they're not going to ask him to do a whole lot here. Street fights are, you know, typically as a way to, to protect people who have less experience. So I think they have booked this very, very smart. Does Bad Bunny get the win over Damian Priest in Puerto Rico? Yes. He does because those fans, he needs it. He needs it. those fans are there for Bad Bunny. And I think that, honestly, we're starting off with the main event. This is the main event of the show because I feel bad if WWE doesn't make this the main event and whoever has to follow this because this is the battle for Puerto Rico. This is, <laughs> it's not just a San Juan street fight. This is who, who owns Puerto Rico afterwards. Because Bad Bunny is the biggest star to come from Puerto Rico. Damian Priest is the best male superstar of Puerto Rican descent. This is a big time matchup. And I, I'm looking forward to it. I think LWO is going to get involved. Judgment Day is going to get involved. Oh, yeah. All the, the bells and whistles, the weapons involved. But Bad Bunny defeats Damian Priest. Yeah, Triple H is going to be on his bullshit on this one. This is going to be all out, you know, uh, everybody hit the ring, somebody hit somebody, you know, style of match here. Uh, Evan, who you like in this one? Yeah, it should be Benito. Um, like when they bring when they bring these big time people on, like a Logan Paul, he can lose matches and still look pretty good. Um, bringing Benito on, you know, he he just you know top three artists in the entire world. You know, you can't be having him take too many L's here. You know what I mean? So by hook or by crook, come hell or high water, Benito will get this dub over Damian Priest. And the thing about Damian Priest, he's he's one of those kind of wrestlers that doesn't mind losing. You know what I mean? There's a, there's a, the new crop of wrestlers. They're to me they're a better class of wrestlers than back in the day because back in the day these wrestlers never wanted to give up their spot. These new crop of wrestlers have been taught a little bit better realizing that the moment means more than their win or loss and Damian Priest is one of those kind of wrestlers he's been taught properly so he has no problem losing to Benito in a street fight because it's because everybody Correct. knows those words mean something in wrestling it's not one two three collar and elbow in the middle of the ring with a count out and yada yada, yada. street fight anybody can win on any given Saturday or Sunday and Benito gets the dub yeah, I, the second that this was announced as a street fight, you knew Bad Bunny was going to win this because that's the way to protect Damien, and everybody's going to get involved. LWL is going to get involved. Judgment Day is going to get involved. It's going to be an absolute melee. There's going to be chaos, and Damien Priest will probably eat a kendo stick right between the eyes. Bad Bunny <laughs> will get up on the top rope. He'll hit a frog splash or an elbow or something, and he'll pin Damien Priest. And, you know, in the past, I may have said even in a street fight, a loss like this would hurt Damien Priest. But after seeing what Sami Zayn was able to do, getting pinned at one WrestleMania in between a giant mousetrap by Johnny Knoxville, and then yeah. to come back and almost, well, one, he did main event WrestleMania, but almost worked his way into a world, the world title match at WrestleMania. Absolutely. The brand split, this is one of the things that I love about the brand split. Like, Roman is going to have his few challengers in the matches that he's going to have on SmackDown. Raw is a land of opportunity for people who can step up and be in that world title picture. And Finn Balor and Damian Priest are right there at the top of that list as Indeed. potential future world champions. I don't think this loss is going to hurt him at all. Um, I'm glad that they're separating LWO and Judgment Day so they can both go off on their separate ways and start whatever they're going to have next. But yeah, Bad Bunny's going to get the win, but Damian Priest is going to be just fine. Indeed. Bianca Belair for the final time, we think, will be defending her Raw Women's Championship against EO Sky. This is one of those matches, SP3, that I think is more about what happens next than what happens in this match. 
Um, I feel like they're building towards something here with EO Sky. I think she could be a future SmackDown or Raw Women's Champion. Uh, and I think they ultimately want to get there with EO Sky. It feels like this is just chapter one in a ongoing, or well, I guess with Bianca and uh, damage control, this would be more like chapter 15. But it's a new chapter with EO now stepping in the forefront. And I feel like this is going to be a rematch somewhere down the line. This to me screams Bailey tries to help her girl win and Bailey screws up. And then we start to see the rift and the divide just that much more between EO and Bailey. Cause it's been pretty clear. EO is about done with Bailey's bullshit. <laughs> yeah. I've heard people on social media and other prediction shows saying like EO, EO could win this one. And I just go, my response is the greatest hashtag in professional wrestling today. Hashtag LOL Bianca wins. Pretty simple. <laughs> Nothing else to say. Absolutely. Um, EO's one of my favorite wrestlers in the world, uh, male or female. I think she's that good. I think she's been that good for a while. She's um she's like a you know she's the 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 second coming of Oscar. You know what I mean? She's just younger. You know what I mean? Oscar did those things back in the day as well. Uh, she's not gonna win, but that doesn't mean she doesn't put together the match of her career uh, if given the opportunity. She to, to showcase all her abilities. Um, she's fearless. She can she can do whatever she wants in the ring. She's um she's a she can adapt and uh, Bianca's a great dance partner, but she comes up short. You know Bianca's retaining. If Oscar ain't beating Bianca, EO ain't beating Bianca. She's not having it. Yeah, at least not now. Not um, now. Not if now. this was if this is something that they wanted to build to and they wanted to crown yeah. EO Sky and you yeah. know Charlotte's not the match of SummerSlam, they could get there. They have plenty of time to build her up and get there, and then you know. EO could go out and win it on her own. And then mm -hmm. maybe EO and Dakota dump. Uh, I, I thought this would have been great. This is why I'm sad that they, they got rid of King and queen of the ring, because I thought it would have been great for EO to win the women's championship, whichever brand she was on Dakota to win queen of the ring. They're sitting here celebrating. They've ascended uh, as, and having success while Bailey ain't doing nothing. And then they dump Bailey's ass. Um, and that's how they split up damage control. It looks like they're at least finally starting to, to build and elevate here, but EO's not winning this weekend. That doesn't mean again, doesn't putting, mean on a hell of a, yeah. putting on a hell of a performance. Think back to that match. She had with Becky Lynch a few weeks back. That they were cooking that night. They're going to do better this Sunday, or excuse EO me, this Saturday. EO is something special. I'm telling you. So it is just because it's not our time now doesn't mean it won't be later. Just like you said. Yep. EO, EO Sky has all the potential in the world to be the best woman's wrestler in the world. And in a Period. lot of people's eyes, she already she, is. And she's already been even before she signed with she WWE. Is special, man. I'm telling she's, you. She's a reason I started watching Stardom Women's Wrestling. Yep. And they got a bar to set. And I, this could be the show stealer because, uh, you know, Bianca still has kind of probably a friendly professional rivalry with the woman that also joined her as the first African-American woman to main event WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. And EO is one of the three princesses of Stardom with Mayu Iwatani. And Iwatani and Monet just had a banger at Stardom All-Star Grand Queendom. Let's see if uh, Bianca and EO can match what they did at that show on this show. The most random match on the entire card. They've had all of one exchange. Granted, it was a good exchange because Seth Rollins can sell a ketchup popsicle to a woman in white gloves. Uh, Seth the freaking Rollins going up against Omos, the big giant. Uh, originally, I thought this would be winner gets Roman in Saudi Arabia. That might still be the case if Omos gets the win. Evan, what, what are we thinking goes down here? Because Seth Rollins has to be the overwhelming favorite to win the World Heavyweight Championship at Night of Champions. 
he can't lose to Omos ahead of that pay-per-view, can he? I mean, they're doing a tournament, so I guess he could, but I don't know if it's a good look. Yeah, there was a time where Seth did, could, seemed like he couldn't get a dub, you know, and and, and one, one of the most things that makes me most annoyed about a wrestling fan is like, well, he doesn't really need to win. I go, you can't just keep losing. <laughs> What the hell are we talking about? If I hear one more wrestling fan say wins and losses don't matter, I swear to God, man. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Because I remember there was a time when people used to bitch when I said that about Dolph. How's that working out? Mm. How's that work? I used to be like, yes, it does matter. Because if Dolph keeps losing and losing, then there's going to be no hope. Hope is what makes us love about things about wrestling. Seth was losing a lot. And I was like, what the hell's going on? So then he started getting, he lost three times to Cody. Are you serious? The With minute, a the, wreck. He the lost second. when Cody had one arm. Now think about this. Let me tell you how ridiculous this is. If he would have won the middle match, the torn pec match would have more significance. Would it have not? Yes. Because if he if he gets a yes. roll up, if he gets a cheap win in the second, there was, I was, Lord have mercy. I cannot believe <laughs> Seth Rollins did not win that second match against Cody Rhodes. Like by hook or by crook. He should have won. Then the third match, the torn pack happens. Is it, is it even a bigger classic than it was? Three times in a row? But anyways, with that being said, speaking of somebody that can't get a dub, speaking about somebody that is going to lose again, he lost to Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania, a man who does not need to win another match in his career. <laughs> After you end the streak of The Undertaker, you never need to win ever again. <laughs> In Brock, and here goes the thing about Brock. If you if you a little inside information that people don't know about Brock, Brock's cool with losing to people that he likes. He's the one that big. He's like almost. I like that kid, but they chose for him to lose to Brock Lesnar. Brock Brock gains nothing. Almost gains everything with a win. Yeah. So now we go to Puerto Rico. He, you think he would have to win that match? He said, but he's not gonna win. <laughs> Omos is going to lose clean, cleaner than a chitlin, my dad would say. <laughs> and it sucks. It sucks because Omos has not won a big match in a good bit. No. I mean. Go ahead, man. Y'all go ahead. I I'm trying to think when the last time he did win. A, big, I'm like, a, legitimate, a legitimate match. Not against no disrespect. Not against uh, Joe Schmo from like Idaho. That's, yeah. that's an up and coming wrestler. No disrespect to him because it's a great moment for him. But you know what I mean? Has, funny I enough, big, funny, I, don't call wrestlers jobbers. I don't call wrestlers jobbers, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Funny enough, it was one year ago at WrestleMania Backlash when he beat Bobby Lashley, thanks to help from MVP. 365 days ago. <sighs> I digress. I was gonna say I don't even I don't even remember remember that, but that's when MVP turned on Bobby Lashley. So yeah, now 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 it's coming back to me because I'm like I remember WrestleMania where that man decimated a pair of hall of famers in the new day, like squashed new day at WrestleMania to win the tag team titles with AJ styles. And I'm sitting here going, has he won a big match since he split with AJ? Cause didn't he beat AJ at one point too? Yeah, um, totally. yeah. So he beat AJ styles. He beat Bobby Lashley. Then he loses to Bobby. Now he's lost to Brock. Now he's probably going to lose to uh, Seth Rollins and still probably get the match against Roman SP3 in Saudi Arabia. That's the crazy thing. Like, I want to talk myself into saying Omos is going to win because I wish. I hope he, you're right. I hope you're right. I, out of the two of these, like, I, Seth Rollins would be the person I would argue. Oh, he's Teflon. He can he can deal, handle <laughs> handle a loss. But I agree with Evan that Omos kind of kind of needs a win if you're going to keep put him in in these big time matches. You just put him in the 
these big time matches and he lose, he's going to become the big show. And we know how the big show's last final years went. Big, okay, everybody then. wants to remember, you know, big show at his heights when he was feuded with Brock or when he won the world heavyweight championship or yeah, WCW yep. time. But there was a moment where every time you knew big show was yes. in a big matchup, he was going to lose. Yeah. And, and uh, that's, knew, why, that's right. why he lost losses matter. That's why they yeah. matter. Omos almost lost to Braun Strowman too. So he lost to Strowman. He lost to Lashley. He lost to Brock. At least if Seth loses, he can get back to the, the finals for the world title. Cause there's going to be a tournament. Exactly. Exactly. There's a tournament. Seth can win his way to the finals so he can still earn his opportunity. Oh, that'd be, that'd be really nice. If I'm wrong, then I would love to be wrong about this. Yeah. I, I, think, I, talk, I think I talked myself into picking Omos. I think I'm, I talked I'm, you about you know, the last thing you said made me think you talked me, but I'm damn it, I ain't doing it. I'm sorry. I've seen him lose. I've seen yeah. his I've seen his big old arms Evan, in, a, in a mat too much. Evan, it, I got a career 180 batting average, but it's all about the home runs that I hit. All right. When I hit home runs, they are freaking grand slams. So I don't I don't worry about being wrong. You're like batting in like the eighth spot with that average. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I agree yeah, with Yeah, but put Evan, ducks though. on the pond and I'm cranking them out, all right? <laughs> I agree with Evan though. Like I can't I can't even talk myself into picking I want Omos, to. I, I want to very I want I want to pick Omaz, but I'm going with I'm Seth so tired. He's like, oh, he, he he had an impressive showing. You can't always say that. Hey, you he'll can't get help. Always say that. He'll get help. MVP will 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 screw Seth over. But that's how he wins. He gets God, he, Omos he ain't go, he's not going to beat Seth clean. Don't get me I, wrong. That's exactly, Rick, to your point. See, that's the thing about it is, the thing about the Seth beating Cody in the second match, you don't have to win clean. I just said a win. <laughs> just get the dub. The break count. Over. <laughs> Hell, you could have Omos literally knock Seth unconscious. Just I'm knock good. him out. I don't care if Dean Ambrose comes in and helps him win. I don't give a damn. <laughs> just give him the dub. Oh, my goodness. Now, here is a match that is all about let, let's have a great showing. And it's Rhea Ripley defending her SmackDown Women's Championship, probably soon to be Raw Women's Championship against Zelina Vega. Uh, I'm really happy Zelina is getting this opportunity, but this is a woman who has won one match in the last two years, which happened this past Friday on SmackDown. At least they gave her that SP3. But this is all about giving Zelina a spotlight and showcasing her as the talent that the incredible talent that we know that she is, mm -hmm. but they have done absolutely nothing to, at least in the audience eyes, show that she deserves this opportunity other than, hey, I'm from Puerto Rico. Give me a title shot. That's literally. Literally. is a cult. <laughs> she talked her way into this matchup by saying that I'm Puerto Rican and I'm short. That was her reasoning for getting a shot at the SmackDown Women's Championship. And I say this as one of Selena Vega's biggest fans. She's amazing. I've been following, I've been following her career since she was in TNA. Mm -hmm. uh, I loved her work as a manager, as a mm -hmm. wrestler. Great. As She's great at everything. Talented. She's great at everything. She's from Puerto Rico. She's from New York. Like, like, come on. Like, she, she was from Queens. I'm from New York. This New York represent New York. I would love to be like, oh, this is so deserving and stuff like that. And it is deserving. But WWE just does nothing to build this up when she had to talk her way. Not even the babyface thing. The babyface logic of, hey, give me a match so I can earn my way to this, sure. to this matchup. Mm -hmm. No, she did it by saying. Saying, well, you know, I'm, I'm so short and I'm, I'm the only Puerto Rican on the roster. So uh, it, it, it's it's like when you 
It's like when you go in to ask your boss for a raise, but you know there's no chance in hell you're going to get it based off of the merit of the job that you've done at work. And you're just like, hey, man, I got kids. I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying to get them through daycare. Yeah, I, I'm going to have to quit. I'm, I'm going to have to quit if you can't give me a bump in pay. Like, that's what that's basically what Zelina did. It's like, I haven't won a match in two years, but come on, it'd be cool to give me a shot in Puerto Rico. You man, know it would be. Let me tell you, man. man nobody checks boxes like WWE, but I tell you. <laughs> oh. So let me tell you something right now, Zia Lee. If they head to the Orient, they head to China, girl, you're going to be in every match. <laughs> you got this. You're going to be in gauntlet matches. They're going to make a new a Chinese title for you. They know, <laughs> how to check they know how to check boxes. They look at the roster. They're like, who the hell is Puerto Rico? Who Puerto- who's Puerto Rican? All right, Bad Bunny. All right, you got you got any more Puerto Ricans? No, we got some Latinos though. Yo, bring them, send them, send them. Same difference. No, 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 no. Somebody busted in the room with a paper. No, 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 no. Selena Vega, she's from Puerto, she's Puerto Rican. That's Puerto Rican. We gotta give her a shot. Yo, they talking. She's New York Puerto Rican. That's like an extra kind of Puerto Rican. That's even more Puerto Rican than being from Puerto Rico. They're like, we got it, we got it, we got it. Like, how the hell we go put her against Rhea? Rhea's in God mode right now. Oh, we don't care. They're like, they're like, she's not only Puerto Rican. She's been to the Puerto Rican Day Parade. <laughs> she checked that box. She's she's beautiful. She's charismatic. She can re- wait. Wait a minute. What the hell are we doing? Do we give her the title? Do we give her the title? Hell no. We don't get You got all these superstars talking about. Uh, let's go to Paris, France after the house show. You know Maurice, <laughs> Renee Dupree. They like. They're like you guys. You guys. Um. You know. They're like we we. Oh, ha ha ha. Bonjour, bonjour, you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> well, Rhea, all that withstanding, I think this is going to be a good match. The match is going to be good. The match is going to be and good. And Rhea Ripley wins. And people don't understand hey. Rhea because she's so strong, like, and, and, and Zelina's so small. That does make for, like, it makes Rhea look really awesome. It's going to oh, yeah. Zelina Vega's, like, her her um ability to, like, you know, these kind of matchups are great. Big versus small matchups are great. If they're and, and WWE does a great job. They got great people that produce these matches, especially Jason Jordan, what he's doing with the ladies and what, what TJ's doing with the ladies. Like, the way they produce these matches, it's going to look spectacular. So it oh. could be a great match. Yeah, Rhea's going to make Zelina look like a million bucks yeah. and vice versa. Yeah. And I hope, I, look, Zelina needs to go out there and just have the performance of her lifetime so she gets more opportunities down the line. LWO is over, man. Like, they are over despite racking up losses. How long will that, you know, last? Yep. yep. Which is why at least helping Bad Bunny win, right, yeah. at least is something. It's and something. they can progress themselves forward. But, man, putting those shirts on Legato Del Fantasma. Because, like, nothing has changed about them. They were helping Rey Mysterio. Nostalgia, you man. Those, you put those LWO shirts on them, and all of a sudden, those, those things are flying off the shelves, and they are more over. Suddenly, people are invested in them. That's one of the smartest moves that WWE's done in a long time. Eddie Guerrero is People are now man. invested. Yeah. Eddie Guerrero is special. The, um, the, the, the man, the myth, the legend that is Eddie Guerrero. Rey Mysterio has so much cachet. One of the things that I'm worried about with Dominic is how long can he keep using his father to be a heel? You know, Dominic eventually is going to have to stand on his own. So him having all this heat, um, I'd get heat if I slapped my daddy too. You know what I mean? So like, <laughs> so like, see the difference is my dad whipped my ass, but that's no, neither here nor there. You know what I mean? But so like, so that's what bothers me about Dominic. We'll get to that's a difference over a different day. But, but that that's the power of Mysterio. That's the power of Guerrero. That LW, yeah. all it is is a t-shirt, but it's the nostalgia that's attached to it. And And I'm telling you, as much as people hate when I say this, it matters that these guys all speak English and Spanish. It matters, guys. It does. And people can't, they don't understand. They're over because my man can just, Santos can speak both languages fluently. And he, you know, and so could Ray. And so could Eddie. 
Like that matters when you when you have these people that represent the community and can and can relate to homeboy that's in Wyoming. You yeah. know that matters, man. I'm telling you, and that's why they're getting over. Yeah, and and you know what? I know this isn't you know exactly what you're talking about, but you made me think of it. Can we have more people cut promos in their native language or the one that they are more comfortable speaking? Like. EO Sky and Asuka don't need to speak English for me to understand what the hell they're saying through their inflection, through their attitude. Damian Priest cutting that promo last night on Bad Bunny in Spanish was spectacular. It was better than anything that he's done in English. Just let that, just let him rip. Just let him rip, man. You, that was so much better than Shinsuke Nakamura, you know, squeaking out. Tiny balls. But he's right there. He's that's what you make. He's making my point right there. That's to me is why he's not been as over as he was in NXT. I am telling you, people, I'm telling you, uh, this this country, and it's not this country's fault, it's just facts. If I was what when I when you're in when you see the people in New Japan speaking English, the Japanese people are like, oh, okay, cool. You, you know what I mean? They're like, okay, it's the same thing. If you're in the middle of that ring and you're in XYZ, Texas. They don't give a damn what Sh- Shinsuke. You come talk to me when you cutting that promo in English, bro. I'm sorry. That's how this is. I'm I'm an American. I'm keeping it real. That's how people. That's how Americans think. And and to to echo that from the other way around, the reason why Kenny Omega became skyrocketed to the top is because he learned how to speak Tell Japanese. He to the Japanese. Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> you think that's a coincidence? He's a he was a global phenomenon because he cut a promo in Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all better stop playing with me, man. I'm telling you. Everything. What happened to Shinsuke? Shinsuke can't talk. He can't speak English. <laughs> what the hell, man? Lord have mercy. Wow. My, if my black ass was in Tokyo, man, I was in Tokyo. And trust me, they, I got more attention when I spoke Japanese. I got more attention. That's what I'm trying to say. When I'm walking around like, yeah, you know, there ain't nobody trying to hear me talk. <laughs> when I you say, up, you say hi. Yeah, they like, oh. like, I'm going to tell you the first time when I was like, I got to this lady almost came out of her seat when I was at the restaurant. I was like, you making my point. You're making my point, sweet Japanese lady. You're making my point. <laughs> I cut a promo in Japanese, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> Move on to our six-man tag team match here. We got three matches left. It is Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, and Matt Riddle going up against the three out of four members of the Bloodline. Oh boy, I, I feel like the Usos got to got to got to screw this one up. SP3 to continue <laughs> driving the uh, continue to drive the the wedge between them and and their cousin. They got to piss off Roman Reigns one more time. I feel like I think this is Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn. And Matt Riddle get the win, and they ride off into the sunset on Monday Night Raw. Yeah, uh, I see Jay taking the fall here. Because Jay has to be mm-hmm. at the center of this whole uh, eventual split within the Bud line. So, yeah, Riddle, Zane, and Owens get the win, and we get closer to Solo Sokoa thumbing one of his brothers. By the way, Kevin Owens last night, when oh, Matt Riddle so said, so we're, we're, <laughs> he, wa- he wants to hang out, hang out all the all time. The time. <laughs> That little sidebar, I like, man, that's improv at his best right there, boy. <laughs> uh, Evan, any chance the bloodline wins this match? No, because they're trying to set things up. And like I told you, WWE, I, I told you, I'll give y'all $5 in a Snickers bar if y'all could do one <laughs> angle with that, the bloodline. I, I dare you. Double dog dare you. Triple dog dare you. Can you guys get off the bloodline, Jock? You're wearing me out. <laughs> 
my goodness. Oh, what's happening with Jay and Jay? They did that at the damn hell in the sound. What the hell are we talking about? I always know when WWE is bullshitting is when they start recycling. That's how I know. Every when when everything's fresh, it's cool. As soon as they repeat, like I'm in Groundhog's Day, they have they are they're in trouble. They're in trouble. And we're if we're going back to the Jay thing, oh my lord. <sighs> That's why they're not winning. You know what this is starting to feel like if it, if they drag it on more, <sighs> it's it's the authority after WrestleMania 30. Yes, this is how yes. it's starting. It's starting to get to that level. Authority was done after that. WrestleMania 30 was the perfect ending for perfect the ending. authority, and then they brought it back, and it was just like, oh, Daniel Bryan Lord. ended the authority. He ended the authority. He ended it. <laughs> I feel like they need to like. They always say WrestleMania is like the the season finale, right? It's supposed oh, to be. Yeah. Okay. All storylines are done at that point. Jeez. I think moving forward, the draft needs to be the week after WrestleMania. Facts. So if you finish up Philly, you have the Raw, you have the Raw after, and then and then the draft can be Friday and that Monday, they and then you start anew. That. That's how they did it. Into they used to do it. You're right. Time. They did the Raw after WrestleMania, and on that Raw after WrestleMania, Linda McMahon said, "Next week we're doing a draft." Yes. it just made sense because you yeah. already made the Raw after WrestleMania special reset. So all you have to do is the next week do the reset. Then, yeah, one hundred percent. Lord have mercy. Let's talk about this. Uh, look, this match is going to be spectacular, whoever walks away with it. But uh, they kind of gave us a hint that Bronson Reed will not be walking away with the United States Championship. He is the only member of this match that did not get drafted to SmackDown. He stays on Monday Night Raw. So Big Bronson ain't walking away with the United States Championship because they're not going to have both mid-card titles on Monday Night Raw. Why? Because Roman Reigns ain't going to be around very long. This United States Championship is now the main title, at least as far as regular television is concerned, on Friday nights. SP3, who's walking in to SmackDown? Whatever date that is, May whatever. It's May 12th. Austin. It's Austin Theory. I, I feel like this title reign is another one, kind of like the whole bloodline story that they're kind of dragging out. And John Cena, man, John mm. Cena, I love you. I think that you're one of the greatest of all time. Damn. Very happy you got a great, well, you know, movie career. I'm going to see Fast 10, despite Fast 9 being the worst one of the series. I'm still going to see Fast 10. You, you, you invested 20 years of your life. You have it, Exactly. I got to I got to keep watching. I got to keep watching while y'all drag this thing. Brother. 2000. <laughs> while y'all drag this thing out, I'm going to keep watching till the end. But dear Lord Almighty, did you do more damage for Austin Theory with a promo and a match more than maybe even more than his failed money in the bank cash in? Because he would have gained something from beating John Cena at WrestleMania if it wasn't for the promo that set it up, where he said you gain nothing by beating John Cena. And then he seems like the prophet. He seems like the prophet Isaiah. He told the future. He told us the future. He would get nothing from this. And I think that Austin Theory gets the win. They continue on this U.S. title run, but he's going to do it in the in the chicken shit heel way of uh, Bronson Reed hits the tsunami on Lashley, and then somehow uh, Theory is able to get Bronson Reed up out of there and pins Lashley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're right about that. Um, whether people like it or not, Austin Theory will be WWE champion in the next three years. Uh, he's better than a lot of people. Sorry, guys. 
thing about wrestling fans is you don't have to be rational. You guys are usually wrong. Most wrestling fans are usually wrong because they don't think rationally. I can't name 10 people at that kid's age that's better than him, period. He can do it all. He, he can. It's not my fault when you see Vince Pickett. Vince's picks are bigger than his misses. You guys know that. Why does everyone pretend like they don't know that? Hogan, Sean, Undertaker, Cena, and a partridge in a pear tree. All his major, Roman, all his major picks. Yeah, I forgot about that. Vince chose Roman. Y'all forgot that his hits are his hits. When he chose Austin, I seen Austin, I go, oh, yeah, that's kids. That kid's WWE champ. But how you keep him away from that title for a little bit is have him retain the title. Um, because, guys, we can y'all can boo, y'all can. Y'all can do y'all thing, but if you're not quiet, quiet is how you get a guy off his title. Wrestling fans, as soon as you're making noise, any noise, and he's drawing any kind of heat, he's going to keep rising above the ranks. And the kid's a nice guy. He is. <laughs> he's the nicest he guy is. ever. Uh, I mean, <laughs> he's I got to talk to him Royal Rumble weekend. He's, sweet, he's I, sweet as pumpkin pie, man. I, I Man, I thought he was going to be like full heel up, whoop it nope. up, just, you know, full in character. Nope. He was not. He was not. Just humble pie, man. He just really humble is. all the way through. And I'm like, I was not expecting this because I remember a year ago at Mania, you were just Dude. talking shit like Dude, the I whole freaking time. I met that kid and I was like, uh, he's a kid to me. I said, oh, yeah, I can't let anybody talk shit about this guy. He's way too nice. <laughs> He's way too nice and works way too hard. I, I said, we're done. We're done. Guys, so anybody out there don't like Austin Theory, if you meet him, be careful because you might change your entire opinion on him. <laughs> By the way, you talk about his age. He's a baby. It might surprise some people. He's younger than Dominic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Austin Theory, if I was an irrational parent, I could. that could be my son. Like, like <laughs> Dominic is getting called pe a petulant child by Michael Cole on television. He's 26. <laughs> Austin Theory was this close to being world champion. He's 25. 25 years old. Lord have I, mercy. I met him at 20 years old. He was the first person I ever interviewed in person, and he literally told me everything. He said he wanted to be in the WWE. He said he wanted to verse John Cena, and he's done all of that. At so, 25. Yes. Yikes. Yep, as I say, learn to love it. Learn to live with it. <laughs> Diamonds are forever, and so is Austin Theory, brother. Uh, God, delusion Group. Uh, yes, you did, actually. See, the great Bill Seg Dennison walked past my door because I am at work here at 700 WLW in Cincinnati. I'm double dipping right now. Shh, don't the tell. The old, the old no, the dipsy, buddy. The dipsy dude. <laughs> uh, I am going to, oh, man. There's part of me that thinks that they want to, because Roman is not going to defend after Night of Champions. Roman's not going to defend his title for a while. For a while. So you might want to put the the United States Championship on a guy like Bobby Lashley to be the the big baby face. And I could see him pinning Bronson Reed as a way of doing it. <sighs> Why not? I still think Austin Theory is going to be the guy that I, I think he's going to walk into that first SmackDown. But he'll be back in the world title picture against Roman Reigns by the end of the year. By by the end of the year, right, and I think it. If you look at SmackDown, there is a chance to elevate some of these guys who have been on the lower card for a while. A lot of people wanted LA Knight to move over to, to Monday Night Raw. I, I was one of them. I did. I was one of them. But that guy should be United States champion by the end of the year, if not or, the money yeah. in the bank. I, I mean, are you kidding me? Yeah. The dude <laughs> is the dude's one. As far as baby faces are concerned, he's like the fourth most over guy in the entire company. And he ain't even a baby face. He's a heel, but he's too well liked. <laughs> 
he, he should got, be he over on Raw. There's there's way too many faces on Raw. Like, can we can we agree with that? Like, they got a, a plethora of faces over there, and I feel like they don't have enough fa- face challenges. So maybe a, a turn for L.A. Knight's coming in oh. uh, here soon. But I mean, I look at L.A. Knight, I look at Santos Escobar, I look at Montez Ford. Hell, I'll throw Angelo Dawkins in there as well. All mm. these guys should be in the United States title picture here, mm. and I give them better chances of beating Austin Theory than I do Bobby Lashley. So I'm going to say Austin Theory's the guy. Indeed. Um, are possible main event or not? Because there's still rumors that Damian Priest and Bad Bunny may close the show they at Backlash. Have to close the show. I would think you have to. You which means me? that this would actually be the opener. So let's go in reverse here. Cody Rhodes, Brock Lesnar. I don't quite understand this, but Cody last night on Raw says if he loses to Brock, then the whole concept SP3 of him finishing the story ceases to exist because he would go his happy ass to the back of the line. Um, oh, look, we, we talked about this prior to the draft that we could see Cody winning, losing this match and then winning in Saudi Arabia as a way to get to Roman at SummerSlam. That ain't going to happen unless he wins money in the bank and calls his shot. If he's even allowed to do that because the rules constantly change surrounding the money in the bank briefcase. So he may only be able to win that thing and cash it on the world title for all we know. Oh. That may not even be escape, you know, an escape for him. What what happens here? This one to me with Cody on Raw and Brock being a free agent and him splitting from Roman, this to me becomes a giant coin flip. Oh, like goodness. either guy could win and I would not be stunned. Oh my God. <sighs> Cody needs diversity. <laughs> Cody loses. Cody loses. Brock wins. I, I, I just see it. I just see oh the social media world blowing up. Blowing up. I said it again. I'll say it a billion times. I'm an agent of chaos. I live off of it. I live. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like D-Lo. I'm like D'Angelo Russell. Whenever I see wrestling Twitter go up, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in here. I felt like I just shot a three in the fourth quarter when that happens. And I can't wait for Saturday night. It's going to be in the opener too. So Brock can get the hell up out of San Juan after, after the 10 minute matchup with, with Cody Rose. Oh man. It's if they, be- if they beat Cody in the opener, I pity whoever the hell comes on next. I, I dare listen. They should just end the show. <laughs> that's, that's what, that's why I think that it will not be the opener. I think it will be the match right before the San Juan Puerto Rico match. Um, and because yeah. I think a street fight can actually balance it out, it'd be insane, insane if they start that start that show with that match and he loses. And it's, it, listen, if you want that other match to get hijacked, well, I don't know how these Puerto Ricans act. How y'all be acting? Maybe they won't give a damn. But listen, just ask Dutchman Paul how they react over there. All <laughs> listen, right? I got a Puerto Rican friend. I'm about to they jack a knife on that man. <laughs> but, look, but no, but listen, but listen. On a serious note, the, the WWE sometimes they get this bit in their mouth where they think it's so cute. But I'm telling you right now, you guys think you're so cute. And pissing off wrestling fans is always the way to go. I disagree. I don't think you should always piss off wrestling fans. Like, if this this new notion that Cody Rhodes needs adversity, Lord have mercy! Are you serious? <laughs> Cody Rhodes! Oh, my Lord. If Cody Rhodes loses that match, I'm not going to blow. I don't blow up Twitter like that. Only time I blow up Twitter is when LA Knight loses the match because it's, it's absurd. <laughs> LA Knight could be WWE champion tomorrow and I wouldn't even care. I'm like, yep, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. He, got, he got that he got the Kovorka, you know what I mean? But Les says neither here nor there. Cody Rhodes losing matches to to 
to all, all the way up until Philadelphia would be the dumbest shit they've done in a long, long, long time. Cody Rhodes ain't five years old. Stop acting like he got all kinds of time. He tore his peck working out. <laughs> what the hell are we talking about right now? Hey, listen, the Baker pick, I'm going to respectfully say Cody wins this match. Do I think he will? No, I actually think Brock's going to beat him. I, I think Brock's going to beat him clean too. Clean as a whistle. Because I think they're trying to make the case and push him far away from the title. Far well, away. What better person to be in some ways? Brock Lesnar. And that's the thing. Like Cody did an interview. Um, I think it was with Comic Book Nation, where he was talking about the World Heavyweight Championship and how he's not gonna. He doesn't want to look down upon that championship, and he's not gonna excuse himself from going up against that title. Ultimately, his end goal is to beat Roman for those for the WWE Universal Championship. Do you hear, do you hear that bullshit? <laughs> <laughs> look, look, look how they already got him talking. Look how I know. Look, that, that place is so I know. It's a cult. But look how they got him he, talking. He can talk how he wants. He can talk how he wants. But he ain't going to win that world heavyweight title first. I don't think he can win that world title first because, again, it comes down to, well, now it's a consolation prize. If he wins that, you're right. If he wins that before the one against Roman, no matter exactly. what, because I think they needed a secondary title since Roman only wrestles like five days a year. So listen, but, but Cody can't win it first. He can't. No. He can't win yeah. it before he wins the WWE he Championship. So they got it. So they got to keep him away from it because ah, the one what? because the one thing he can't do, Evan, the one thing he can't do is he can't go out there and cut a promo that says this title means of the most to uh, me. Yeah, I, he can't go out there and take a giant piss on the new world title because that ain't gonna do it any favors either. It surely isn't. So you're asking. So what is it? guess I what? See. His happy ass has got to lose, when and he, he's got to do exactly. What he says, he's going to lose to Brock, and he's going to go to the back of the line. Oh, my gentle Jesus. And you know what? He, they're going to do with him what they did with Bianca. Bianca got freaking squashed by Becky, and she had to go to the back of the line and work her way all the way back up to getting a world title shot at WrestleMania against <laughs> Becky. Now, that was that was a happy accident because Becky pushed for that, and they, they had no – they were there was no way they were they gonna had, pay that back. None. They just lucked into that. They had zero intention. They had zero, zero intention. intention. They just they happy accident they ended up there, but it worked out in the end. And now you got a superstar in Bianca Belair. They're gonna do the same damn thing with you, Cody. He's gonna Rosa, he, listen. You he, can't just Rosa Parks everyone and expect the civil rights movement to happen. And that's what they're expecting. They're expecting the civil rights movement to happen with him losing by going to the back of the bus. And then we're all going to rally around Rosa Parks, a.k.a. Cody Rhodes. Cody Devontae Rhodes. Cody Devontae Rhodes, who, by the way, has his, has Latino blood inside him for everyone out there that thinks he's a racial guy. He's, he's Hispanic. <laughs> You stupid people, it. it's not my fault. He looks like a white boy. It's not his fault. He can go in the streets without worrying about getting shot. Listen. Oh, my God. That boy whiter than me. <laughs> but he, but he, but I keep it real. I ain't going to disrespect his lovely mother. Listen. Exactly. Listen, look, what I'm trying to say is it might work, guys. If you Rosa Parks him, it might work, but it might not. The fans, yeah. you're asking a lot for fans to stay with this dude if he doesn't win money in the bank. If he wins money in the bank, we won't get, we won't care. We won't care. Right. If he doesn't win money in the bank and fans have to wait till Philadelphia, man, y'all, y'all better hope, man. <laughs> win money in the bank and call your shot. Don't do the chicken shit cash in either. You got to do the baby face yes. cash in. You yes. got to do the John Cena cash in. Yes. But then actually be 
Successful. Rob Van Dam. Let, Rob him, Van Dam. Get him, get, let Rob him get Van to that Dam. briefcase and get knocked down. And look, yeah. Let, I, want, I, I, I dare them to do that. I want signs all across Ford Field at SummerSlam that say, if Cody loses, we yeah. riot. Yeah. yeah. Right? Like, that's no, what Cody, I want. Cody finishes the story. Or we <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> if Cody yes. rose. Cody is- don't finish the story by winning the World Heavyweight Championship first. He doesn't. If he can call Ford- it a side quest or a new goal or whatever the hell he wants. <laughs> side quest. He, he, can, he cannot win that World Championship first. So not only is he going to lose to Brock Lesnar and go to the back of the line, I think they're going to pull up Lesnar-Cena. I think Cody's going to get his ass whooped. You're pr- his you're so right. ass whooped in Puerto Rico. You're so right about this. Brock is going to win definitively. The Rosa Parks Straight method up murder does not that man. always work. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't. But Start Cody, to climb. Start to climb. Get All over again. If he wins in London, I won't care. I won't care. I won't. I, it literally will be a move point. I will have. I will. I will be like, okay, whatever. If he grabs that brief, I won't care. Won't care. Yeah. Evan, this has been a blast, man. Tell the folks what you got going on. Oh, nothing much. You know, the podcast comes on every Wednesday, Kick Rocks Podcast on Odyssey, wherever you sound, every you hear your podcast, you know, you know, you know, the whole, you know, Chestnut, you know, Apple Podcasts, and, you know, and Spotify and all that stuff like that. All every Wednesday. All your boy Evan C. Mac, my man has it down at the bullet below. Just hit your boy up, man. It was um it was a joy. Let me uh, you know, gas bag for an hour. Appreciate you guys. <laughs> We enjoyed having you. We'll definitely have you on again. SP3, uh, tell the fine folks about what's going on on True Hill Heat this weekend. Follow me on the Twitter machine at True Hill SP3. Uh, You can follow the gang, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at True Hill Heat, uh, True Hill Heat YouTube channel. We just dropped a new interview with Nick Aldis talking all about his return to Impact Wrestling. So go over and check that out. Awesome. Uh, make sure to like the uh, video guys here. If you enjoy the show, or even if you didn't, I don't care. It just helps drive up our audience. So please hit that thumbs up button. If you have not subscribed to the channel yet, if you like what you hear, please pound that subscribe button. We are working our way, uh, toward a thousand subscribers, uh, slowly, but surely we will get there. Thank you guys so much for the support. You can follow me on Twitter at Rick Uccino. For those who are listening to the podcast channel, R-I-C-K-U-C-C-H-I-N-O. I do believe next week I'll be dropping uh, an interview with the Viking Raiders, one of the newest hey. members of Monday Night Raw. A uh, really great conversation with uh, Valhalla and Ivar and Eric, so make sure to check that out and subscribe to the Believe in Pro Wrestling Podcast YouTube yep. channel so you don't miss out. For Evan, for SP3, enjoy the rest of your week. Enjoy Backlash. SP3 and myself will be back at our normal time, 2.15 next week. Right here on the Believe in Pro Wrestling Podcast channel, brought to you by Bet Online. Take care, everybody. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.